What's up? This is Matt Franco. And this is Eric Dittleman. Welcome to Mind Over Magic. Welcome to Mind Over Magic. Here we are for another beautiful episode. I'm coming in from Vegas. We got Diddleman on the other side in New York. That is right. I also love that you're just presuming it's going to be a beautiful episode already. We haven't even done anything yet. <laughs> I'm a presumptuous guy. <laughs> yeah, that's No, very it's good. a beautiful time of year, right? I mean, it's it's the the oh, holiday season. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Very pretty positive. in New York with all the lights mm-hmm. and the tree. I haven't visited the new Rockefeller tree yet. That's the big touristy draw. But I can already tell you right now, you can tell it's the holidays in New York because anywhere you walk or go to mm-hmm. in New York, it is crowded. It is yep. so crowded with people. It's hard to get through. Like I cut through uh, the Hudson Yards Mall to get down to like the Speakeasy show, and it's like barely able to move through it. It's just everyone's taking photos of the big vessel beehive kind of sculpture thing there, and even mm-hmm. walking through Times Square, which I try to avoid, especially this time of year. Although I do want to see some shows if I can squeeze them in, but it's of just course like, you do. It's just it's it's crazy. There's so many people, so many people. Matt, is Vegas like yeah. that too? Very much so. Very mm-hmm. much so. And I did uh, something called Enchant. Is this something you've heard of? Enchant. No. Okay. So Enchant is a basically a festival of lights. I went to it last year as well. It's at the Las Vegas ballpark where the the baseball oh, okay. team plays. Yeah. Now, it was so successful last year, they actually had two of them this year. So there's one on the Strip, mm-hmm. um, and then there's one um, over in Summerlin at the ballpark, which is the one I went to. And it was so cool last time I went. I would have been just as happy if it was just the same thing again, but it was actually all new, all different, much more dense in terms of how many lights there were, <laughs> and it was a different game. So last time you had to go around and find like the missing reindeer. Okay. And this year it was you had to find like missing presents. Santa had lost some presents. So Santa's in a mess basically because he keeps losing everything, and he's relying on us, the common folk, to help find them. <laughs> Now, uh, so there's like an interactive, it's like an escape roomy. Like what is the, what are you it's searching? It's a maze. You're searching through a maze. Okay. And you're going to yeah, find. Yeah, it's a maze. So you wow. receive a passport when you first arrive. Mm-hmm. And then each time you find one of the missing toys, say like a toy train, which is huge. It's larger than life. Like you can go inside the train, but it's just a train built with lights. Yeah. Yeah. Like wire structure filled with Christmas lights. That's cool. Um, you you get a stamp and you stamp your passport. And then once right. you have all, I think it was, you had to find all eight of the missing toys, then you can leave the maze. Oh, okay. So you're forbidden from leaving the maze until you accomplish the goal. I mean, one would argue that you're forbidden from leaving the maze even once you found all the toys because it really is genuinely difficult to find the exit. <laughs> <laughs> what is the amount of time this usually takes like people like how long did it take you were you stuck in the maze did you um it's not the type of thing where you want to get out quickly it's something like they give you a reason to stay by having toys to find mm-hmm. also in the middle of the maze and i didn't do this yes this year of course because a, tiana's pregnant it's a minotaur but, um, right it's a giant christmas minotaur what's a minotaur <laughs> That's the one from Greek mythology that's famous in the middle of the labyrinth. Like it's, a dinosaur? That's a bull man creature. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant like a mini tour of the maze. No, a minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, what you could actually do is take off your shoes and put on some ice skates and actually go ice skating through part of the maze as well. Oh, really? That's fun. Yes. Oh, so okay, this isn't great. like a yeah. get in, get out. It's like you go, you have a good time. Mm-hmm. Then there are shops and vendors yeah. that you can, you know, you get hot cider or like they actually have like a a cocktail, a signature cocktail that's in a light bulb upside down. Oh, that fun. lights up that you drink out fun. of. That's like a if you, magic yeah. routine in itself, right? Like a Mr. Electric, a floating light bulb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think it floats, but yeah, this is like that. So I'd say maybe we did it in like an hour or so, and we were kind of moving at a decent pace because it was pretty cold. Oh, and they had snow machines, which was great because mm-hmm. like I didn't know where the snow was coming from. I just knew it was snow from a snow machine because I knew it wasn't snowing at this time. Um, but the guy in front of me was convinced it was real snow. <laughs> He's going, look, oh my God, it's it's snowing right now. And I was like, no, 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 it's not real snow. I, I felt like I was like really crushing his dreams. Yeah. And then he's like, no, it's coming from up there. And he points up to the sky. And I was like, yeah, look, I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know where it's coming from, but but it's not real snow. I felt an obligation to tell yeah, him. But yeah. at the same time, I felt like I was crushing his dreams. Spoiling the magic. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> I, I I just I just I had to be honest with him. Like, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not yeah, snowing yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So <laughs> so that was cool, and it was great because um uh, my brother-in-law Tiana's brother is here, mm-hmm. so we brought him to that, and we've been kind of out and about doing different things. So I all was good. Thinking if you follow in the tradition of the Greek myth, you could have easily found your way out of the maze if you used like a instead of a yarn, I believe they used to get out. You could use like a string of Christmas lights and just leave a trail. And then uh-huh. follow it back, and then you can solve the Christmas labyrinth. Yeah, but the entrance is not the exit. Oh, there you go. So it's more of like uh, you're a rat in a maze. You have to yes. get, you've got to get through it. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And there are elves throughout it that mm-hmm. are standing on top of things with microphones and dancing, and they're in costume. It's really quite a festive thing. That sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds... It's well like, worth it. Yeah, that sounds like a, a, a really good time and a good thing to take family to and uh, and to get into the Christmas spirit. And I just love that you ruined the magic for one guy. Uh, hey, look, <laughs> if I go next year, I will have more family with me, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. Great. So... Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, no, I've been uh, just doing uh, gigs at Speakeasy Magic. I'm probably going to be there again throughout the month. Uh, so if you're in New York, check Is that out. Is this a plug? Is, are we done already? No, 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 no. I'm just going through. I mean, that was kind of the big events uh, <laughs> of my week last week. So it's top of mind. Sure. Well, it's been a short week. So yeah. we, we just chatted yeah. a few days ago. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I, feel like, I feel like a lot has happened, actually, though, since yeah. we last spoke. Yeah. In terms kind of, of. What, yeah what else you got well i did a photo shoot right that was part of your goal we're already on goals matt <laughs> <laughs> no what was the photo shoot um well this was just it was just a like kind of a standard um studio photo shoot as opposed mm-hmm. to like sometimes you do things outdoors this or that this yeah. is in the studio and it wasn't and it's action fo- shot during your show or anything like it's, yeah exactly promo. it's not live yeah. during the show mm-hmm. right um no this is back in the studio which i haven't done in a long time yeah um and it was for just like new marketing stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when we refresh the show in January, we had we're gonna refresh the marketing as well. So had to pop in and do some photos, which is always like an awkward thing for new, me. Do you feel awkward doing them? Yeah, I I just don't know like what to how to stand or like the posing. Like there's a skill to posing and stuff like that, and like you know trying to get like the one technique 
uh, the photographers I've worked in with in the past, there's like do the like you put your head forward and you're you know so your neck is like kind of elongated a little bit and it's like a good angle that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, other than that, the only other photo technique I know from for social media is just the, you know the up angle, right? Coming down, right. hold your phone up. <laughs> so right. it's more you know you don't want to get that under the chin kind of angle. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it, it's kind of like you're like, what do I do with my hands? Like, how many different things do you want me to look and smile? And and then did you have, like, wardrobe changes, too? And, like, figure out what to wear? I had a couple of wardrobe changes. Um, yeah, and it's just tough because you don't know exactly how these are going to be used. You can take a look mm-hmm. at some concepts ahead of time on what it's going to look like, but you don't know exactly. And then the other thing, too, because coming from the magician perspective, and I imagine this is, like, similar in the mentalism mm-hmm world it's like you really want to try to stay away from the tropes of like what every single magic photo looks like all right let's go through them what are the big tropes we see (laughs) in magic photos that we try to avoid uh, okay the big one for me is springing the cards (laughs) springing the cards okay great what about like every photographer in the world yeah loves when you spring the cards Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) How about uh, another one I've seen is when you're secretly palming a card and like doing the little shh, but you can see the the card palm. <laughs> Every photographer in the world loves when you secretly palm the card and put your finger up to your mouth as in like, ooh, don't tell, it's a secret. Yep. Anything with fire too. I feel like fire out of a book or, you know, these are oh. pretty common, you know, like, uh, well, and, and then the mentalism one is my favorite. Oh, it's, it's, you can play the game. Is it a mentalist <laughs> or a headache? <laughs> exactly. It's just temples on the head or, you mm-hmm. know, I've, I've, you know, played around with those. I mean, we learn through experiences. We, at one point in our careers, when you're young, you know, do those <laughs> standard tropes. Uh, I even did like the hand out towards the, the camera, you know? Like, oh yeah. Kinda... I mean, of course you can find images of me springing cards. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it is what it is, but we all do it. But I, I think to stand out, like I, I just these days just go for typical, like, I just want a headshot, like look, treat me like an actor or comedian or just anyone else. Like, you don't really have like the standard trope of a comedian just doing like a fake laugh into a microphone for you know for their for their promo. They'll do like stage shots like that, you know, while they're actually performing, but like right. to do a headshot with a microphone or like those actor photos that I always love where it's like you can see me dressed as a doctor or a lawyer or like, you know, those different right. char- character ones. It just seems a little like, oh, there's a little bit of ugh to it, right? It's a, it's a tough thing because, you know, I cruising around Vegas, I see a poster of Sting, you know, mm-hmm. playing his guitar or whatever. You see Adele screaming into the microphone in her poster. I believe it's singing with okay. Adele. <laughs> Well, based on the photo, if you didn't know, it could have been screaming. Okay. <laughs> um, but like, and my point is, it was good. It was a good yeah, photo. Yeah. But like, how do I? How do you have a photo of me magicianing? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's tough to uh, to kind of capture what you do. And uh, even raining cards is very like, mm-hmm. and I love it. It looks amazing. It's very three yeah. D. But then like, you know, it's you see it in the now you see me posters. You sure. see it in magic. Sure. It's, it's just so. I don't know, you know, it's it's hard to it's hard to escape it. There's yeah, there's only so many things to do that convey magic or mentalism or whatever. And because there's only so many, it's all been done. 
So you kind of then want to just stay, steer clear of it so that you stand out or just be mm-hmm. like, just, you know, it, it comes down to, you know, whenever you're thinking about marketing or whatever, uh, I've always wanted to be people to book me just based off of who I am and me as a personality and not necessarily what I'm doing. Uh, so, I mean, it just happens to be that I do mind reading and comedy and everything like that. But I've never liked just like, oh, I want a, a mentalist or a magician or whatever. Just right. Like you want them to have Eric Diddleman. Yeah. So I think that kind of is conveyed just by who you are and what your image is and not necessarily what you're doing in a photo. You know, that's I can feel thing. the hate mail already. I, I, I think <laughs> this may have come out wrong a little bit because no. <laughs> I'm coming at this as a position of someone who doesn't have the solution. Right. Of course. Yeah. Like, like I'm not saying like, oh, if you have a photo, like a fanning the four aces, you're a bad person. Like, no, no, I'm no, saying no, not at all. Yeah. These are things I always want to avoid because they're common, but I don't like, it's really hard to it get hard. around them. It is hard. Yeah. 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 So we're not you know? judging. And I, like I said, we've all, we've all resorted to it or, or chose to do these types of photos before. And, it's and just... sometimes you just do a ton of different things, mm-hmm. assuming mm-hmm. it may or may not get used. Yeah. And then that photo ended up being the best. So, like, look, I get it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm curious about going into this photo shoot you did, Matt. Did you mm-hmm. have a specific vision or, like, I remember from my last photo shoot I did, like, a uh, like a Pinterest-type board or just collecting various type of images because what I was really going for was that late-night vibe. Mm-hmm. So I found, like, Fallon and Corden, uh, Kimball, everyone uh, just, like, Get, got a big like board, a vision board, if you will. Mood board, yeah. Mood, mood board, that's the word I'm looking for, uh, mm-hmm. to try and capture that. But I didn't have like a specific pose or anything like that. But uh, I know some people for certain marketing are trying to capture a certain pose uh, to match the, the renderings or the prevision of what they're going for. Did, did you have a strategy going in like that? Yeah, so we had a few concepts that we looked at in the days leading up to the shoot. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things we knew we wanted to at least try to capture. But the truth is until you have the photos yeah. and you plop them into your sort of rendering, so to speak, you don't really know which ones are going right. to pan out. Right, right, you know? right, right. So, so, yeah, just loose ideas. And I think it's okay to keep it flexible. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. You know, so... Yeah, it's exciting. Hopefully, we'll we'll have some eye catching stuff and yeah, that'll be great. Go from there. So yeah, that, that's that's what's been going on over here. Are they and, gonna uh, change the big? Um, I mean, you got a big wrap on the uh, the link with your face. Yeah, I believe they would. So yeah, that's a that's an ordeal, right? To take down a whole like giant poster. <laughs> well, know? not for me, but for someone. Yeah, for, for someone. <laughs> they don't let me climb up there. No, you're you're not the one peeling off. Is it just a giant sticker? Like, <laughs> I'm just imagining like when you have to remove a sticker from like you know whatever you've got around like a wall. You know when you're moving sometimes like you start peeling it then it starts to rip a little bit then you're gonna oh go it's back. the worst now imagine on a giant scale on a building <laughs> i believe it's like several pieces okay. so it's like six or nine billboards so to speak mm-hmm. that are all mm-hmm. attached together so i think it's like fabric wrapped around frames gotcha so it's easy that are to all peel. installed but i could be wrong but it is definitely several pieces because it went up in pieces yeah. i remember that we see the uh, like on some of the um, the walls here in New York, the people that have that like paintbrush that's just glue, like a roller brush, and they're just like putting up like posters for whatever concerts coming up. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think they're literally gluing it to the side of the link. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have heard there are some places in Vegas where like they won't do building wraps anymore because it was so hard to take down. <laughs> Just like permanent. The, yeah. Yeah, like, because sometimes things will get, like, sunburnt into the glass. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, of, like, yeah. whatever it's attached to. So you're saying we can still see ads somewhere for Siegfried and Roy, maybe, or, like... It's other, possible. Other shows that are gone. It's possible. Caesar's Magical yeah. Empire. <laughs> it's Yeah. Have you heard about the show that Siegfried and Roy's manager was involved in? Have I talked to you about this? Is this the new Awakening? Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about it. I think we maybe just, maybe off air, you said, oh, yeah. I got to put it on my list. I think yeah. I want to put it on my list. I want to check it out. It's over at the Wynn, right? And it's yeah. in the yeah. theater. I saw Le Revin, which is no yeah. more. That's exactly where it is. Okay. So it's in the mm-hmm. round. So that's interesting, first of all, for a magic show. But I heard it's not really a magic show so much as like it's a dance show with magic. Well, it's interesting I because, and I haven't seen it, but mm. um, from what I understand, well, I can tell you the marketing because I do see that. Like, yeah. it's not advertised as magic whatsoever. Like, if you saw gotcha. the poster, you'd go, oh, Cirque du Soleil-ish. Interesting. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It was in a room that was for a Cirque-ish show. Again, exactly. not, not Cirque, but Cirque-ish, yeah. Precisely. So, mm-hmm. but like, so I wonder how that is for people to all of a sudden, like, walk in and then they're seeing, like, actual, like, sort of big box illusions sorts mm-hmm. of things or levitations or yeah i'm definitely interested because magic in the round that that would be an interesting challenge so i'd love to see how they solve those things but um you know i've heard sort of mixed um mm-hmm. reviews from those who have gone so far yeah i've heard the same thing so i'm curious to check it out uh and see which which way i land on it so. yeah <laughs> one of the interesting takes i heard and i don't remember who said it was like siegfried and roy without siegfried and roy Oh, that is interesting. So is it just tigers then? Well, I don't no, think it's no, no tigers. Tig- no tigers. But, the but I do believe there right? are some illusions that are like very much reminiscent of things that were in their show. Oh, very interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's a, probably the closest you're going to get now, obviously, you know, who changed the the landscape of magic in Vegas. You can kind of see a little bit of what their show was like. if you mm-hmm. go. go to I mean, that's a stretch, right? I mean, if it, they're using similar illusions, I mean, it's the closest you're probably going to get these days, I mean, right? Yeah. I might suggest watching a video of Sixth yeah, and okay, Roy. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Is there a full show somewhere online? It's got to be, right? It's so it's not quite their full show, but it's pretty well documented in, um, and it's probably, I think it is online. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had some like DVDs that were released or TV specials even that had like footage of their actual live show as it took place um, oh, in great. their theater at the Mirage. And it's uh, it's great footage. It takes me right back to when I had seen their show. So it's very cool. That's awesome. Well, speaking mm-hmm. of Magic Online, Matt, I got to check this out. Um, they just did a, uh, a, a feature on 60 Minutes about the uh, College of Magic in Cape Town. Uh, you know about the College of Magic at all? A little bit? Is this not the Chavez school? No, no, no. This is a spe- that I think that's was was based in LA. I think <laughs> it's California. Like, yeah, that's a manipulation college they called. But this is this is for younger kids and uh, young adults, uh, you know, teens. Uh, but it's in Cape Town, uh, South Africa, and it's a uh, a program where uh, they basically take 
students from the cross section of South Africa, from the you know wealthy populations to the the poorest of the poor populations. But it's uh, a place just dedicated to learning magic and juggling. Uh, it's extracurricular, so it's it's in addition to you know going to school. But then I think it, they said in the in the segment it's like six years to get your diploma, uh, and all it just the 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 segment was just so powerful to see how it affects and changes these kids' lives in a positive way. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's uh, some of the families, they talked about the culture, how they're, they didn't, you know, the, the young kid had to explain to the family, like, it's not, you know, a cult or black magic because there's a lot of that belief in, you know, certain families there. Uh, so to be like, no, this is something we learned and there's secrets behind it. It has nothing to do with, you know, the occult uh, <laughs> explaining that. Uh, but also just to see how supportive a lot of these families are to get them, you know, uh, you know, to try and find this path out of poverty and be supportive. One of the one of the families says, like, it's I just want my child to fly and it's it's their life and to be successful and you know to bring joy another another student they interviewed uh you know he walks around with a bow tie and he stands out because he's the only one in their town that has a bow tie and would spread just a little joy of magic to everyone as he's walking on his way to uh school they actually like arrange transportation for the students to come to the college and everything like that uh but it was founded by um the dean uh, the dean and former lawyer, the guy David Gore, and they they interviewed him, and they're just like, "This is all well and good, but I understand like you might have detractors who are like, oh, this is great that you're doing things for the for the youth, but why magic? Like, why not something more, you know, different in the um, in the like maybe like computer programming or you know something in the STEMs, you know, <laughs> curricular to to get to this other career path." And uh, I really loved his answer in this. And uh, we'll link to this, too. So I recommend it's only like a 13-minute segment, but a really great feature on 60 Minutes. But he says to that question, Matt, and I want to hear your opinion on this. He goes, um, uh, knowledge is going to be very uh, freely available. And uh, he thinks that the biggest commodity for success moving forward is actually imaginative thinking. And then how you use that knowledge in new ways is going to be more key. So he's like, it doesn't matter if they go into performing or not, but like applying that way of thinking and seeing things kind of outside the box or being skeptical, uh, especially in a world of misinformation these days. He's like, these are all strategies uh, that, you know, shape uh, someone's character and the, what they're really going to use when they go off into the world as adults finding their own career. And I just thought that was so, so cool. <laughs> well, it is true, right? Mm -hmm. Information is so freely available. It just reminds me of being in elementary school and when the teacher would say to a student, yeah, what do you think? You're going to always have a calculator in your pocket someday? And then we did. Yeah. It's like, we <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we have um, a camera and can it's external memory device now. Just when we don't need to, when we can't forget something, we just take a photo of it now. And yeah. Google. And Google. Everything's accessible. Yeah, so the information is there. It's how you use it. And I wonder how that like goes with skill sets too, though, right? Like, So it's, yes, how do you use the knowledge, but also like the ability to do certain things. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it has to relate to performance or whatever, but like, yeah, you could always like Google how to sort of do something, but certain things require like a certain level of skill, which will become something that's even more valuable, I think. Yeah. Um, 
Absolutely. Because it, it now becomes more valuable than just information, right? Yeah, becoming a specialist and putting in the time and experience to do something, uh, you know, you know, a plumber has put in the work to know which, you know, to not only apply, you know, which tools to use and which pipes to use, but also how to actually, you know, operate the, the mm-hmm. equipment. Same thing for mm-hmm. anything like, you know, we, we practice all to get the base knowledge of magic down so that we can mm-hmm. then apply it in different ways. We always talk about how you can use even the basic stuff against you if it's used in a new way that mm-hmm. you think you know how it's done, but now you've never seen it used that way, you know, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was really, really fun. And they talk about how, you know, they spend time as the technical side of magic as well and teaching the juggling, like even taking things very slowly. And, and they put on a show and it's just like, uh, it's really, really powerful, this segment, and, you know, really warmed your heart watching it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and I looked into it, too, and they uh, they kind of mentioned, like, there's opportunities to, like, sponsor a student at the school. And I think for, like, 600 bucks a year, you can, you can sponsor a student, which is all the equipment and the tuition at the school and transportation and meals and so forth like that. And you can kind of get updates. Uh, of of the students here uh, just trying to do something positive with their lives. I mean, one of them even said, like, if it wasn't for the school, he would have gotten into, like, the the violence and the drugs and everything of all the, the stuff that is around him in his, his world. But now he brings positivity and, and, other, and other students are coming out of their shell. They're shy and get to perform and find that, you know, creative outlet that, you know, where they didn't think they belonged. So very touching piece very very cool <laughs> um, so Absolutely. i definitely recommend you check it out and it's just cool that those kind of things are happening and uh you know it just happens to fall in our line of of art but i'm sure there's many other art programs as well just to show the importance of art that was that was one of the big things when i was a teacher i had to always defend the uh the advocate for arts and education uh, because that's always usually the first thing to get cut when budget cuts come. So uh, so true. So always always trying to find those reasons and a lot of the reasons where people connect and the social aspects that uh, that go forever. You know that are that speak volumes. So from now on, just cut the arithmetic. We all have the calculator in the pocket. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All like right. Let's play. School. You want to jump over to our riddles and trivia, Matt? I believe it's that time. So let's go to Diddle Me This. Diddle me this, diddle me that. Will Eric end up stumping Matt? Riddles. Okay, Matt, this was sent in to us by uh, Christopher Gartner. Uh, I've heard this one before, but it was a good reminder, and I did check we haven't done it. But I wouldn't be surprised if you've heard this one uh, before because it's a very popular one as well. Uh, But here we go. Ready? Yes. You are driving a bus. Six people get on, two people get off. Then ten people get on, and five people get off. Then eight people get on, and four more people get off. What color were the bus driver's eyes? This is one of my favorite <laughs> riddles. You have I've heard known this one since elementary school. I've heard variations of it. How much mm-hmm. does the bus driver weigh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the bus driver's eye color? Um, and in this case, the bus driver's eyes are brown. That is correct. Now, I had to do a little research for that. Uh, well, do you want to explain your answer first? 
Um, well, the first line that was said is, you're a bus driver. That was spoken by you to me, therefore my eyes are brown. Yes. Now, I had to pull up some photos, and I couldn't quite tell just from the <laughs> photos. So I did find a website, Matt. Okay. Because you're at that celebrity status where these websites exist, there's like celebrity info. And I'm almost uh -huh. like, how do they gather this stuff? And how much of it is true? So they do okay. like, you know, where you're from, which is all stuff you you can find out. because Some of it. Yeah, yeah, right. Some there is. Yeah. But then it's like, you know, height. And I was like, how would they know your height? It said you're 5'11", Matt. Is that true? I am shorter than that. That's what I was going to say. I can say. guarantee you that. <laughs> And they also do weight. I'm not going to bring that up, but I was like, you can just, bring it up. Let's see. What get, do they say? I think they said 165. Hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm actually lighter. Yeah. So I'm like, they're just pulling the, because random. Because I'm shorter. <laughs> they're pulling random stats out and just being like, this is the celebrity data we have. And I that just is thought, so funny. And like net worths and all that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. all <laughs> such nonsense. It's so funny. <laughs> So, but they did have the eye color right. So, I but hey, if the internet says it's true, then I'm five <laughs> eleven. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so I thought that's you awesome. Kick out of that part. Uh, as yeah, well. of course. I if you're trying like to you do got... research to find the answer to your own riddle. Yeah, I I feel like that was too easy for you. I do have another user submitted one, and I want to throw okay. this in. All right. You so, don't want to save it. You want to. Nope, you want to. Nope, you want to blow it today. It. We're gonna do it today. Okay. And this was a uh, this one was sent in by uh, Dr. Bob Baker. So uh, this one's been going around the rounds on the internet as well. Um, so maybe you've seen it, uh, but hopefully not. Uh, I am used in most sports. I have four holes. I come in many colors. And there's a state named after me. What am I? I have four holes? Yes. All right. My approach to this one is... <laughs> I have a state named after me. Yeah, you got to go through the states then, huh? Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, this is gonna Arkansas, take a while. <laughs> California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, in alphabetical order, by the way. I know. You're just going Maine, through that song that we all learned. As Maryland, <laughs> Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana. Oh, you mean that song? Yeah. I learned a different tune, but fair. Oh, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey. None of these sound like they're going to like answer the question. Right. Okay. So you were just letting me go. No, I mean, I, I'll read it one more time. I am used in most sports. I have four holes. I come in many colors. And there is a state named after me. Hmm. North Carolina, <laughs> Ohio, <laughs> North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, uh, Texas. We're going to splice Utah, this in Vermont, with a video Virginia, of Yakko uh, Warner from Animation. No, I don't, I don't think that's going to help. Country's what? Song. But it's just going to be an animation of you, Matt, doing the states around. You were saying? I just thought it was very funny how you were going through all the states. But you can approach this a different way, Matt, if you think about what's used in sports. Um, balls. That come in different colors. Balls, yeah. They, yeah. Um, what has four holes? That part I don't know. Mm. That's the part where I'm confused. Can you think of anything that's not like 
the athletic equipment itself, but, you know, maybe something you wear. A hat? Mm, what What type of clothing has four holes in it? Oh, like a shirt? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's the riddle? You got the head hole. You got the arm holes. You Is got this the, the riddle? Hole. Well, it still has to apply it to a state now. Oh, Jersey. <laughs> I'm giving you this. <laughs> but that is the correct That was a answer. really tough one. It is a really tough one. The other one was so easy. So I'm going to I'm going to call this a win for you overall. Okay. Between, or a wash. It was a but no, but uh, you got the first one so quickly that I'm going to give okay. it to you overall. All All right. So let's jump over to trivia. <laughs> Matt picks up the question, then he stares at it. Eric's at the ready, time to use his wit. Pressure, 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 trivia, pressure, trivia time. So I ran by the category uh, before we started, and you were down with uh, music from Disney movies, essentially. So Let's try it. This is a song from which Disney movie? Okay. And I will now tell you the title. Yep. Reflection. Off the top of my head, I have no idea. I do have choices. Yeah, give me the choices. The Aristocats. Mm-hmm. The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Right. Mulan. Mm-hmm. Cinderella. Huh. All right. These are all ones I'm not as familiar with. I was hoping to be in like that golden era. Although Mulan's kind of fits in there. It's been a long time since I've seen Mulan. Uh, but that is my gut instinct because I don't remember ever song in Reflections in Cinderella. Does Winnie the Pooh even have songs? It must. And Aristocats. Let's go Mulan. That's my guess. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> now, I do know that Donny Osmond sings a song in Mulan. Does he? Oh, that's great. Yeah. You're not familiar with that? I, it's, I told you it's been a long time. Okay. Do you want the next question? Let's do it. This is a song from which Disney movie? Okay. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Uh, that one is uh, pretty easy. I know. That's Mary Poppins. Correct? <laughs> okay. Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. That's the name of the song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I do have choices. Well, uh, just off the top of my head, I don't, I don't really think of it as a uh, musical, but based in Hawaii, the first one that pops in my mind is Lilo and Stitch. But, that would have been option A. But there's also Moana. Which is not an option. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Lilo and Stitch. Is that right? <laughs> Rapid fire, baby. Ready for this? Pink elephants on parade. Uh, by the way, I don't know if Moana was actually Hawaii, but it was that kind of Pacific, you know. Uh, we understood yeah. your intent. <laughs> Island, yeah. Uh, what, was the, what was the name of this one? Pink Elephants on Parade. Pink Elephants on Parade. I believe that is Dumbo, yes? That would have been option A. It is correct. <laughs> Great. Hi-ho. Hi-ho. That's uh, Snow White of the Seven Dwarfs. Yes. <laughs> Question six, a spoonful of sugar. I love that this is just a whole. <laughs> I have 10 total. There's a 10. All right, we're just going trivia today, Disney trivia. Uh, spoonful of sugar. That's also Mary Poppins. Yes. <laughs> a Star is Born. That's a movie with uh, that's been redone three times, <laughs> at least. <laughs> at least. Um, 
A Star is Born? Mm-hmm. Uh, Song from which Disney movie? The choices are Jungle Book, well, The Aristocats, Hercules, Pinocchio. Hercules. Yes. <laughs> well done. You'll be in my heart. Question eight. Oh, this one I've never even heard the title of. You'll be in my I, heart? Yes, I have choices. All right, give me the choices. The choices are Mulan, Aladdin, The Little Mermaid, Tarzan. And just in case you think I'm emphasizing anything a weird way, I don't know the answer. I, again, I'm so rusty on Mulan. I got to revisit Mulan, uh, but I think it's Tarzan. Is it Tarzan? Really? Yeah. Okay, let's see. It is correct. <laughs> How Question many more nines. of these? This is just Disney trivia now. Welcome to yeah. Mind Over Magic Disney <laughs> Trivia Edition. Mind Over Disney. Someday my prince will come. This one sounds familiar, but this could be so many things. Uh, well, luckily I have four choices. Yeah, let's do it. 101 Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Song of the South. Two of these have princes in them. <laughs> so that, mm-hmm. that brings it down a little bit. Um, it was uh, the, the middle two were Beauty and the Beast and um, and Snow White, did you say? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Um, don't remember that in Beauty and the Beast. I'm going to say Snow White. That is correct. <laughs> okay, final question. You've got a friend in me. Toy Story, easy, slam dunk, let's do it. <laughs> Which was really that and supercalifragilisticexpialidocious <laughs> were the kind of the only real slam dunks to me. It wasn't like they were all a whole new world, you know? Yeah, exactly. I was so ex- 10 for 10, buddy. Was it? Really? <laughs> yeah, 10 for 10. Good job. All right. Yeah, we did it, Matt. We did it. <laughs> I feel like we are getting um, uh, more riddles and trivia in because uh, we do have to announce coming up uh, uh, that we will be uh, taking a little hiatus from the podcast uh, soon. Of course. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, it's good. We'll, we'll close yeah. it out, you know, right mm-hmm. at the end of the year. So yeah. as 2022 comes to a close, it's not something we take lightly. Mm-hmm. But of course, with a baby on the way and so on, mm-hmm. um, thing it's Commitments get skinnied up. I can't wait to see what else gets skinnied up as as I take on this new life endeavor too. You know, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge that you know where my family is of course excited for, but being the first one, I'm nervous too and excited. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes sense to do it uh, at this time, especially as you know big life changes are happening on your end there, Matt. So totally mm-hmm. understandable. Hopefully, our listeners will understand as well. Uh, we are going to wrap up the year doing this exactly. as well. Uh, so, but uh, just uh, for our Patreon members as well, uh, we'll we'll pause the payments. Obviously, we're not going to charge you without you know when we're not releasing episodes. Uh, but we don't know how long. Um, you know, maybe uh, you you get a handle of the baby thing easy. We come back early, <laughs> or you know, it might be a while. But uh, I'm sure there'll be updates as well uh, that you can follow us uh, still on the social media and everything like that. And uh, and I believe if I just pause the the patreon you can still get access to the video vault and everything like that um so we'll 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 deal with that as it comes uh we're le- absolutely we'll, we'll learn how it happens and uh and, and it's not by forever i'm sure we'll we'll pop in from now and then and and do some updates here and there as well but yeah yeah our future mm-hmm. is is tbd for the time being yep, yep, um yep. But it, but I like that it's 130 episodes yeah. by the end of the year i like that it's the end of the year it mm-hmm. feels it feels whole and good um, and we're not going to just like 
fizzle out on the last two. We're going to have some big plans and good things coming to you on these uh, last couple episodes of 2022 as well. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm sure, as always, you'll you'll want to see the updates. I'm sure there'll be announcements of when the little Franco appears <laughs> as well. You know how never it's like it's so crazy not knowing exactly when that will happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really is because like and I've got remounting, shows on the books, remounting of your show at the same time. You know the remounting of the show, <laughs> yeah. but also just like not knowing mm-hmm. what the hospital situation is going to be in terms of yeah. like yeah. you you can't plan exactly when the baby comes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how do you handle that when when you also are performing? Right. Right. Yeah. That could be December 28th. It tricky. could be June 8th. Right. I mean, and I mean, I'm not June 8th. No, that is not possible. <laughs> I meant January. Yeah. That's a, that's a long ways away. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And just how, how do you have a plan in place as a performer of like, if this happens while you're on, you know, on stage or like you have people obviously buying tickets to shows right uh, as well so what talk us a little bit through the strategy going forward and how i mean i'm sure people are going to be understanding hopefully yeah i think it comes down to that yeah, yeah, yeah. it comes down to that but also like if they're I, hopefully, hopefully hopefully they're understanding as, by the way hopefully they're understanding because can you imagine just right. someone writing a terrible review how dare he have an important life event when i spent this <laughs> money to come to vegas for my birthday or something like that <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of yeah, those people a, again don't write those reviews <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the way i see it is you know if, if something like hopefully it's not like a a total panic where we're right in the middle of something that's yeah, like yeah. we all that makes it really challenging but like just the same way they call in doctors to like mm-hmm. rush into the hospital to deliver babies yeah i assume that we could get to the hospital in the same way, right? Right, 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 right. Um, however, yeah, there are definitely going to be some schedule changes and plans. Again, going just just same topic of just sort of having to prioritize and figure out commitments. It's, there will Something's going to have to give eventually when the baby is here and I need right. to be in the hospital. Right, so right, right, right. That's, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how it pans out. Unless the baby comes after we go dark, for the month, mm-hmm. um, which would be after January 7th, I think. So yeah. we'll have to see. But who's to say? You can't control it. It's one of those things. Right, right. You just have no idea when exactly it's going to take place. And play play I'm sure there are listeners mm-hmm. listening to this get, that can like totally relate because mm-hmm. they've done it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're they're probably like screaming uh, <laughs> at their device right now, like wanting to give me advice. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, my ears are ringing wanting to hear it because... It's such a, a a new experience for me, but well, um, everyone says it's the best. So can they still provide advice by messaging you on Instagram with the word "funky"? That might That's be right. <laughs> if you have any advice when it comes to being a parent, yeah, use the word "funky" in all caps, <laughs> yeah. and that would be the first word you send, yeah. and that will allow me to see it on Instagram if you DM me, mm-hmm. and then proceed with the rest of the message yeah maybe we can share some of those if they if they want them to yeah be yeah that that'd, would be great that'd be and it, yeah i would love that i also just of, love that it's starting with the word funky and then it's like here's parenting advice <laughs> <laughs> yeah tian and i are, are you know open to any advice we can get at this point even if it's funky advice you know that's really great that's really so. funny i'm picturing also the best moment for this to happen is um i don't know during your show if you vanish 
and then just <laughs> don't come back. <laughs> and the, the audience is like, where's Matt for the he- rest of the show? Where, is it over? Is it a half show? <laughs> Listen and watch closely. Whoosh, vanish. <laughs> No prestige. All right, everyone. The show is over. Please get up for your seats. <laughs> <laughs> the host lights just come on. No explanation. You are all at a very special show. You'll learn about this in the news later. <laughs> uh, keep your you, ticket. You get me excited just talking about know, it, man. It really good, is. Good, like good. I don't even know what I'm in for. <laughs> That's funny. That's but funny. yeah. And, I'm, and how I, soon? I, everyone says there's just like a lack of sleep and, yeah. you know. How soon is the baby going to be in the act? Right away? <laughs> um, I don't think so. It depends. Okay. Yeah, it depends, yeah. depends if he wants to perform or not. There we go. Little boy, by the way. If I, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I, I don't I've know. probably said that on an episode at some point. Maybe, yeah. But if I haven't, just as a reminder for folks, little boy on the way, yeah. uh, beginning of January. So we're like literally less than 30 days out from that. Yeah, that's amazing, Matt. Well, mm-hmm. we should, before we go on the hiatus, tie up some loose ends uh, from oh. the podcast. like Because uh, we've we've had people l- tuning in. We've teased a few things. Uh, one thing came to mind. <laughs> Matt, oh boy. you said you had a story with Mike Tyson that you might have told, but I don't remember it. <laughs> so just to make sure we cover our bases. What? That is hilarious. You wanted to get into that today. What is your um, Mike Tyson story? <laughs> That's so funny. I don't remember the context or how this came up. <laughs> I mean, it is basically I did a private event once mm-hmm. here in Vegas. And um, I, I could have sworn I told the story. But Mike Tyson was hired to greet people at the event. Just greeting them? like So it's like a corporate thing? Like what is Who was it No, for? it was private. Private. So just a, a party of people. It was a private event mm-hmm. at a hotel strip. Gotcha. Uh, a strip, a hotel on the strip. Gotcha. And then just, and an event space. And then just Mike Tyson's at the door? Yes. He was hired <laughs> to greet people. Like a bouncer? Like a host, so to speak. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's also could very much fill this bouncer role. <laughs> Someone tried to get into the party that wasn't supposed to be. Right? Now, privates are, oh gosh, I don't even know if I have time to get into this right now. No, you now. do. Let's I feel do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Uh, I I gotta kind of give an abbreviated version here. Um, so private events are interesting. You never know exactly like what what you're walking into, and this was like a makeshift sort of event space um, on the strip, like I said. So I had a show that night, mm-hmm. so I had to come directly from my show to this event. Yeah, and there was no real dressing room, so instead the dressing room was a closet. Yeah, we've all we've all been there as performers. Just find wherever you can change. Yeah. Very little space. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't have to change anyway, right, but it was right. just like a holding area, so right. to speak. But it was very very tight. Sure. Like very small and like stacks of chairs everywhere and just like a storage closet essentially. Um so my team was all at my show essentially with me. So we sent um Tom Tom Rubino, who you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Great who, illusion builder. And yeah, prop- to sort of help out, mm-hmm. he went and, and, and started setting things up for us mm-hmm. ahead of time. And because they didn't want him out and about as guests were, once the guests started arriving, they put him in the storage closet with, with Mike Tyson. Oh, with Mike Tyson. <laughs> 
So when I arrived, I definitely have not heard the story. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and if you know, Tom's personality, which, you know, is, um, well, I guess outgoing, but, but mm-hmm. in the scenario where you're, you're in this small space with an intimidating <laughs> character, you just, he's just kind of sitting there like, Hey, you know, yeah. and Mike Tyson didn't say anything back just sort of like was staring at him, you know? Yeah. So when I arrived, Mike Tyson was in the storage closet with, with Tom, essentially. And that was pretty much the whole story. Other than that, Mike Tyson, I believe, got ejected from the event before he did his bit. Wow. I, I was going to say, it sounds like he's actually, from what I've heard, he's a pretty chill dude. Like, he's very he's got a great sense of humor. It was in the Hangover movies and everything like that. For some reason, the, the person who was throwing the party wasn't happy with something. Mm. I don't know if it had to do with his demeanor or state of mind. I don't know. But they asked him to leave. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so you hire Mike Tyson to be your greeter slash bouncer. And right. then maybe bounce him, you know, have him say some words. I'm sure do the glad handing, the celebrity cameo during the event. But no, be- I don't believe but- he was supposed to do anything on stage. Really? So just no, he that. was supposed to be there as a greeter. Yes. So just he didn't. They didn't like the way he was greeting, and they bounced the bounce. <laughs> I listen. I can't really speak to the exact details, <laughs> other than that the um the the couple that had hired. For example, me and him. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember them telling me that there was, there was like disappointment in something, so they asked him to leave instead of continuing to greet people, and they said it with such a laugh and a smile that it was just all okay. <laughs> like that's the kind of money that was being thrown around. Wow. <laughs> it was just like, oh yeah, it didn't work out. So I was like, oh, can I leave too? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Still get paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I didn't want to leave. Of no, course, I wanted no, to do what course. I do. Yeah, yeah, but to to be like, yeah, you're just throwing money around. Oh, we we got what we wanted out of Mike Tyson. I guess they were happy, there so it was all it was fine. But I'm not wow. sure exactly what the situation was, mm-hmm. but um, I remember her telling me, yeah, he had to go. Yeah, it and then t- it was time. And then you so. just pulled out your notes and started crossing out all your Mike Tyson bits you were gonna do. <laughs> 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 no, I think I wrote down a few more. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, I didn't even make them disappear. They did. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I've never told you that story. I've no, never that's... told you even off air. No, no, no. This is the first time I'm hearing it. I'm glad we're tying up this loose end. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a great. funny one. That's yeah, been in the so notes anyway, for a while. That was, that was it. Just uh, sharing a storage closet with good old Mike and yeah. then uh, having him get booted. When he, when I thought he was the bouncer to begin with. That's so funny. Well, if mm-hmm. you have any loose ends that you've been dying to hear from our <laughs> podcast and want us to make sure we get to them in the next couple of weeks before our hiatus, uh, shoot us an email at our email at mindovermagicpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you have questions uh, you want to get in before our hiatus, we'd love to just hear any of the topics you want to discuss uh, or questions you have for us. Uh, now's your time to do so at mindovermagicpodcast at gmail.com uh, or shoot us on the socials at mindmagicpod, mindovermagicpodcast.com. Uh, we'll do our Patreon plug in a moment as well as our other plugs, Matt, but uh, let's not jump over our goals. You did your wanting to have a good photo shoot. You nailed it. 
Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen a single photo yet, so mm-hmm. I can't tell you if I nailed it or not. Except on the computer screen, yeah. like right after you take them, you know how they pull them up. Right. But other than that, I haven't seen anything. So. And those are usually before they're retouched and everything like that. So you're just exactly. getting a vague idea. Some sometimes even the color, depending on the monitor, isn't exactly mm-hmm. right, and mm-hmm. how it's going to be printed and the promo and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, all things to consider. Um, yeah, next thing is the jumping into a video shoot next week. So oh, from that's going to be the next one. That's also for the show. Still images to moving images. It's mm-hmm. it's essentially a photo shoot, but just more photos, man. More photos, speaking, <laughs> talking, interviewing, yeah, sort yeah, of that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Can we do it where you take the um, outtakes from the photo shoot and create a flip book and then just add audio to it? And then you got it's both, not a bad idea. Both covered. <laughs> That's not a bad idea for an opening video of a show. Did I ever tell you about the flipbook magic trick we did? No. No, it was at a NACA conference, and um, one of the booths just had a like a, a thing where you could go and create your own flipbook. They take a small little video, and like you just do like a quick little, like almost like the live photo on your iPhone, right? So it's like a quick little video, and then mm-hmm. they print out each frame and staple it into a flipbook, and you can go through it. So we're waiting before the showcase, you know, the marketplace opens up and it's me and Spidey. We just get this idea to do. We put on the silly hats and like the all the fo- stereotypical photo booth type things you do at like a wedding with like the boas and like all that stuff. But then we had Spidey held up a card at the very end and showed it to the camera. It was like the three of spades or whatever. So now they printed that out and we both got a copy and then we could use that as reveal. <laughs> So we go like, all right, choose a card, whatever you want, you know, mm-hmm. and then just be like, all right, flip through the flip book. And then oh, that's go- fun. goes through. I mean, it was silly. It's not like. Yeah. Cartoon. It's not. Yeah. Groundbreaking, uh, powerful magic. But it was just like, eh, why don't you use the tools around you and see what. Uh, Have you never seen the, the mentalism flip book trick? Uh, well, there's the with the, the, the cartoon I've seen what we've talked about a little. No, bit, no. The mentalism trick. What's the mentalism one? Oh, it's like a flip book and they choose one of three items and then you oh, flip through I the book and the hand this. comes up and grabs that item. Yeah, I have seen that one. That's pretty it's fun. good. It's pretty good. So Yeah, it's fun. Anyway, always be looking around what's around you and maybe you can just turn it into uh into a, an effect. I think mm-hmm. that's just using like the resources. Like Cat's Cradle. Like Cat's Cradle. <laughs> Someone did send us, by the way, we uh retweeted on our social media. There was a cootie catcher magic trick that came out so uh i felt like there may have been i forgot it was like cootie catchers were called that you said that last week but cat's cradle nothing on that right i'm sure there has been so we'll wait for those emails okay all right (laughs) uh goal for next week was just your you want to do a good video shoot yes yeah i have a feeling we're going to record before i get Mm -hmm. to the video shoot so we'll call it video shoot planning okay great because I think we're recording a little bit early because of the video shoot. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> so uh, um, I wanted to do more writing. I did a little bit, mostly in my head, which I tend to do, which is how I usually write. Mm. But I will tell you that I got rid of those TVs. <laughs> I had the oh, good, old TVs. So a goal from a couple of weeks ago. It is hard to get rid of a TV in New York because there's like recycling. You get fined if you just put it on the curb. And, mm-hmm. and how old were the TVs? Nine, ten years. Old. okay yeah they were okay. they were they were bad <laughs> they were taking yep, up space yep. but uh i ended up having to drop them off at like a best buy and pay a recycling fee and like, oh wow yeah so you can't get rid of a tv i tried to donate them but they weren't really working condition <laughs> that's, that's oh. why i got a new tv gotcha so, yeah no one wants a old broken tv 
True. So, uh, yeah, I got rid of that. So I'm going to uh, still do more writing, but uh, I have a gig, so I'm going to try and um, – um, uh, this is more of a, I guess, a mental gig, or uh, goal, rather, excuse me, a mental goal of just being uh, more present, I think. I love Cause, that. Because there's been so much going on with uh, the holidays and just trying to make sure everything's going right. So, like, when I'm with friends or with family, just being there in the moment uh, and uh, being a little bit inspired by especially the improv training. Um, uh, I'm uh, re- Since we talked about TJ and Dave last week, I decided to pick up their book again. And, nice. Uh, and they talk about even in scenes just being there and being present. So that was a good mm-hmm. reminder to do in regular life as well. And just as a reminder, too, the reason we do these goals is uh, not just to hold each other accountable, but also for you to think about your own. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, real quick, Matt, any recommendations? Mm, no. No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> anything you saw, anything you read, any music you're listening to, anything holiday themed that might put people in the spirit? Um, I'll let you think about it while I give mine. How about that? <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll recommend the book I just mentioned, um, TJ and Dave, uh, Improvisation at the Speed of Life, uh, which goes to their approach of how they approach two-person improv scenes. Uh, but also, I just rewatched the movie Elf. And oh, it's just yeah. It's such a, a great one. movie. I, there, there's moments I had forgot were in that movie that are just so funny. And the cast is amazing from, mm-hmm. you know, even That's characters that aren't the main characters are like, oh, they're in that movie? That's fantastic. So, yep. Those are my yeah, recommendations. No, no recommendation from me. I don't want to recommend something for the sake of doing it. So. Gotcha. Fair. If I had something good, I'd give it to y'all. Absolutely. Um, Matt, what p- other plugs? We mentioned our website, of course, uh, mindovermagicpodcast.com, but where can they see you? See me here at the in Las Vegas at the link from now through the beginning of January and then taking a break, of course, uh, coming back in February. So those dates uh, through July, I believe, are on sale now, mattfranco.com or ticketmaster.com, and we look forward to seeing you. Absolutely. You could catch me at Speakeasy Magic uh, at various points this month, I'm sure, uh, but also the uh, City Winery Show here in New York City on uh, December 27th uh, is going to be a real good time. So check out those links in my link tree, link tree slash E Diddleman. Uh, and then also, if you want to support the show uh, for the time being before we put it on pause, uh, you can still join our Patreon and get access to those uh, uh, those video vaults of all the videos at that certain tier. And uh, we can be thanked on air like our following producers. A uh, big thank you to Dr. Bob Baker, James Dawson and Jesse Miller. Thank you so much for being here and to our other patrons as well. Uh, and if you want to be a patron and be thanked on air, you can visit us at patreon.com slash mindovermagicpodcast. I believe that covers everything, Matt. We did it. We did it. We did it. So now the episode is over. Boom. Boom.